This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. How fun. Today we get to look into the third section of the fourth verse of the seventh chapter of the Song of Solomon, which is a mouthful in and of itself, but I think you're just going to absolutely love this. It's definitely much to ponder and so amazing as we'll just get to it. It says that thy nose is as the tower of Lebanon, which looks toward or looketh toward Damascus. That's the English way to read that last section. And wow, once again, we're going to take our teeth, <laughs> those 32, and bite into this part of the verse and begin to uh, digest it. So we got several interesting words. There's no doubt about it. You start off with the word nose, and then it has tower, and then Lebanon, and then looketh and towards Damascus. And so we get to analyze all that. So nose, biblically, that word uh, Rashi actually said he was certain that he's not talking about an actual nose because there's no way a beautiful woman having a nose like a tower. He actually said that. <laughs> but anyway, the idea is God breathed our life in through our nostrils. And when you look at that word in Hebrew and, and the way it's translated many times, it can be anger as much as it can be nostrils. And so I really think that this idea of the breath of life was breathed in through these nostrils. And when you um, are getting hot <laughs> with anger, your nostrils flare. There's no doubt about it. And it is a, sh- a sign of your strength. Like most men's anger that I know actually frightens them because it takes such a, a turn on you. So the idea of this this anger, I think both Rashi, Matthew, Henry would, would talk about the strength of this look that, that that is coming from this face. And and they both use the forehead to describe the what what is being described as nose rather than nose. But however you look at it, there's no doubt that that, that the nostrils are involved and there's no doubt that, that they are <laughs> a tower. And so that idea of a tower is is both um you know it's a great desire to love and to learn but it's also a great strength. And so you defend from a tower. And once again, I think that has to do with, uh, like we talked about in the fourth chapter, where we talked about thy neck is a tower, you know, where a thousand bucklers hang. That same idea, once again, the tower of strength. And then it says Lebanon, which again, Lebanon is always has to do with this white, but it also has to do with a white faith. Um, this, this pure belief that God is coming through, no doubt, in every single way. And so here's these nostrils of anger that know God is coming through in every way. And then when it says looketh, that word means to guard. And it starts with the letter Zadok, which is a righteousness. is almost like the watchtower, okay? The watchtower is on what? Damascus. And Damascus is a very interesting word biblically. There's no doubt about that. In fact, you'll find one of the definitions of Damascus is silent as the sackcloth weaver. And um, (laughs) when you look at the word in Hebrew and you just chew up the letters, you're going to find that it's great servants of distancing. (laughs) And those of us who are living in the COVID generation uh, understand distancing at a level of, oh my goodness. And so great servants of distancing 
it's been what Satan has been all along, right? Is distancing people from God. And as a matter of fact, the reason why they're weaving sackcloth is they're trying to make mourning. This is what they're doing. And they're doing it silently. They're not letting you know. So what, what's going on here is this, that our, nost- our nostrils, our, our, our ability to breathe and live are flared as they are obviously standing watch against these our enemies, the distance makers, right? <laughs> I don't know how to put it other than that. That the idea of unity, God in, the, in every simple way is, is looking for love and unity and, and all those things. Well, these sackcloth weavers are looking for people to mourn and, and, and obviously to isolate them so that they can take them out. It's a beautiful thing to ponder that here again, uh, Jesus is commenting on the strength and the warrior-like qualities of his beloved. And here, in this idea of being on watch against the enemies of the kingdom, so to speak, the, the people that are weaving this sackcloth. So here again, I, I think it's important to note that our <laughs> battle is not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces in high places, right? And, and the idea is that this is not talking about the necessarily the you know, each individual in Damascus, because I don't want to put anybody in a group. What I'm saying is that, that these people that are promoting distancing, these people are trying to weave sackcloth and death is who the enemy is. And maybe you've experienced that in, you know, in your family. Personally, I did one time. We had a very, very close um, friend of the family that, that actually uh, we kind of, um, I guess for lack of a word, adapt, adopted you know, he had stayed with us in our house many, many times. We took him on vacation. He was a bit older than our children. But at one point, I saw where he was trying to weave himself into a position between me and my wife. <laughs> and uh, as soon as I noted that, my nostrils flared, and there was quite a disturbance where I asked him to depart and never come back. And, you know, it, at the time, was a very unpopular decision. However, it may have saved our family. You know, it was one of those things like, man, it, a lot of people are trying to get between you and your wife or you and your husband, as the case may be. And, and it wasn't that I'm always going to be against this person and that this person ever truly repents and comes back and we can make it all right. That would be wonderful. But in the meantime, right, when I'm still not sure that he isn't weaving sackcloth, then, then, then I have to obviously actually show my anger and, and separate from that particular force until it can be turned to the good side. And I guess that that, that, that kind of is like creating a distance, which is an interesting, <laughs> you know, kind of paradox. But just like it says, you know, interestingly, the, the letter Samic has something to do with this. There's no doubt in my mind, because in that verse, it says, depart from us, you evildoers, for we will keep the commandments of our God. In other words, and just like Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. In other words, there is a point where something is threatening the church. Something is threatening your unity. Something is a point where you've got to get that that cancer withdrawn from your um, organism or otherwise it eats it. And so here we have this idea of a nose that's actually, or our nostrils that are in their own way, you know, fully capable of being a tower of strength that will guard against distancing. Again, the only way we can do that is by having faith and leaning into God ourselves, right? 
because as we get closer to God, we get closer to one another in love, and it's going to take a whole lot of closeness in order to figure out where we need to distance ourselves (laughs) from these sackcloth weavers. Thanks for listening.